Let's get it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's get it. Let's get it. guest Cody Epps <laughs> and um, wanted to shout out our sponsors Caracol Design uh, Jobbies and we got a new one Growth Nutrition um, they feature an in-house certified sports nutrition coach and um, of course um, go to Cougar Connect and subscribe and um, save Damien as well so uh, let's get to it uh, let's talk about this week <laughs> Um, what, what did you think um, about your performance, let's say, first, before we get into the nitty-gritty? I think my performance, this is going to sound so weird, but I think I could have done a lot better. I had a catch in the back of the end zone that I really wanted to capitalize on to get us momentum going into halftime. Yeah. And then there was a couple routes that I could have done better on to give Jaron a possibility for me to be open. Um, I made plays when my name was called, but I think I could have done better on my end. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, uh, how'd you feel scoring your first touchdown? Though it was lit, but it was like it was a like like put it like this. You know when you get a gift at Christmas? Yeah. But you gotta open the rest of the gifts. Yeah. So you open that gift that you really want, but you know like your grandma's gonna give you a pair of socks, yeah. or like somebody's gonna give you something that you like. Ah, thank you. <laughs> like so, you. it was like that gift that I really wanted, but I still had to focus on the game. So it was more like I was lit, but I wasn't really lit. I was more focused on getting back in the game for that next drive. Yeah, I feel you completely. Um, I think I mean first of all, I was hyped for you. I was like, Thanks. oh yeah, you know, zero touchdown. You know, <laughs> it was it was long overdue. I, I believe it, <laughs> but. Uh, other than that, what do, what do you think? Uh, how do you think the offense played? As you know, brutally honest. You know, we know the score. You know what happened, but like for everybody out there, like how do you think it all went after getting to meet today and you know watch the film? I think the obvious people are gonna be like, guys didn't run the ball well. Some guys didn't make plays on the back end to stretch the field. That's the obvious that's like stuff that we can control you know that's like not out of hand like we can we can double down on stuff like that i think the biggest thing is now we really have to realize that it's a target on our back like we're still 19 in the country so these teams that we're about to play like wyoming is a physical team they're going to bring their best we're going to play arkansas we can't look past utah state we have to play everybody week to week and they're going to give us our best so i think the biggest thing we may not have played our best but I think we, I know for sure that we can do better. And I think the biggest thing is going into each week, understanding that we have to play at a high level and a physical level to compete. I feel like completely. I mean, coming from the defensive end, I mean, they didn't do anything that we expected them not to do. They were yeah. gonna go run down zone. They were gonna throw the ball sparingly. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were gonna do all, all night. And we watched the plays. You know, you talk about scheme, we could talk about whatever it was, but it all came down to angles and tackling. Yeah. Like, We'd have them for a one-yard gain, two-yard gain, and six missed tackles later, and yeah, yeah. it'd be a 12-yard gain. Or they scored in three plays on their first drive, and we were shell-shocked, but we watched the three plays. We make two tackles, it's third and 17. Exactly. And, you know, it's a completely different ball game. But, I mean, 
at the end of the day, we got to look at it objectively. Like we didn't play our best game and I'd rather it happen week three than when we're coming down and we need a win at the end of the season to be able to go to uh, a New Year's six game. Cause you know, we lost this week. There are other teams that lost. And at the end of the day, like when it comes down to Stanford at the end of the season, like there's going to be people that got to play in conference championship games. They get blown out. We get a spot, yeah. you know, it is a little bit from there, but I mean, on a more lighthearted note, how did you think, uh, you know, the uh, Nike Oregon their their whole like thing set was? Up. Yeah, their yeah. setup and like if it was intimidating or anything like nah. that. Nah, it wasn't. I wasn't really like thrown off. I was actually and and kudos completely to their staff, their facilities that they have up there. Like they're cool, bro. Like we've been thinking about that stuff since we were kids. Oh you know, yeah, like playing yeah. NCAA and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it was cool. But like one thing that did throw me off. Like, did you ever play at Eugene? Austin? Uh, nah, this was my first time. So when you came, so like as a kid, you thought like Austin was a huge stadium. Yeah. When we came out, I was like, whoa, this is actually smaller than I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was not as. That's the one thing that kind of threw me off. I did. I thought it was going to be like a. Like a Bryant Denny Stadium, like Alabama Stadium, yeah. like where it's gonna be huge, but it wasn't that big. Yeah, it kind of gave me like they got a couple extra sheets, like they what they said they sold out with fifty two thousand. Like, kind of gave me Vanderbilt vibes. We had like forty five thousand seats, and it was like kind of in that circle as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like a so, bowl. Yeah, so I mean, of course, I thought it was cool. Like you could definitely tell that their turf was fast track. Like you could really get in it and stuff yeah. like that. See, Thing I didn't that, even know. I didn't even know that. That makes total sense. Yeah, that's why I was slipping a couple times. Yeah. Cause it's really like once you get going, you're going. Yeah. The thing I really didn't like though, like, I mean, of course it comes with like the intimidation factor, but it's not intimidating. I just don't like having to walk so far to have to go from the locker room oh, to the yeah, stadium yeah, yeah, each yeah. time. That was just like kind of annoying because like I was already locked in and like, you know, it wasn't going good at half. And I was like, I need to make this walk. Got to see all these people. You know what else? I, you know what just rang a bell when you said that? And another thing I was kind of disappointed at is the locker room that we had i was kind of thrown off <laughs> yeah like 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 we're the visiting team so like i don't care like you yeah. can give us you know a bungalow and we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna change but i was like he's surprised like this is nike like i was expecting our locker room to even <laughs> to be, be like nicer yeah, 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 yeah. Know, like, exactly like, i was thrown off with that yeah um i guess another thing like i don't know i heard this maybe it's not true or the case i heard they like pump in crowd noise or something like that yeah because like it was loud, but it wasn't really loud until like they played their like fourth quarter little like yell and shout mm -hmm. song. Before that, like I got on the field and it didn't seem that loud. And then like I heard like a little like click or something, and it sounded like more crowd noise came in. And I was like, this isn't even like it sounded like what you guys are doing at practice. At practice yeah. No, what we were doing at practice was for sure louder. Yeah. Like bro, exactly. we didn't have one. I don't think we had one false start or like a snap infraction. Yeah, exactly. Um. You know, one thing I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed in two things. Uh, personally, is like, we made Bo Nix look way better than he was. I mean, all credit to him, played a really good football game. You know, he did his thing, but like, we made him look like he was like, Christ reincarnated out there. Three <laughs> rushing touchdowns. He threw the ball 17 times, had 13 completions. Like, that was like, unheard of from especially coming from him after the like the game that he played versus georgia right and then i kind of found it a little bit disrespectful that they put in their backup quarterback with like 10 minutes left in the third quarter because like i mean it gave us the ability to come back in the game but like at the same time i was like i have I mean, played i've lost a lot of football games but even like they they showed at least the respect to like play it through until the fourth quarter mm -hmm. so you know i felt like it it was just a little bit you know disrespectful but it is what it is at the end of the day um, but we gotta move on. We gotta go get a win this yeah, week. Facts. And 
you know, it's nice to be back at home, especially after um, a game like that. But I think one thing that like Kalani talked about like today, like we can't be the team that like has a big win, then a big loss, and then go lay an egg on this, like play a tough game, eke out a win. Like we need to be able to capitalize on this win because we play on Saturday, then we play on Thursday. So we can't like barely win and then play on Saturday, I mean on Thursday and like barely win again. Like we have to dominate so it rolls over to next Thursday and then we have 10 or 11 days off before Facts. we play another game. Facts. No, that's a fact. Yeah. But um, this week, what are you most excited about? Like, I mean, I know that, you know, we didn't play our best, but anything that you think that this week is, we're going to show differently? Um, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm most excited because Oregon played a lot of man press coverage. Mm-hmm. And I love man press because mm-hmm. it's like, once you get on a, like, you know, as a DB, like once you're, in, in game time, when things are moving pretty fast, once you make a couple plays on a guy and press man, you can kind of... Psych him out. Exactly. Yeah. You can kind of start getting to your tool bag and using a lot of tricks. So that's what I'm kind of excited for, the fact that they play a lot of press man and cover one and a lot of man situations, which is just get open, like win your matchup, essentially. So exactly. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah. The thing I'm most excited about is Wyoming's going to run down zone, just like Oregon, yeah. and I mean, after you've seen down zone 57 times in a football <laughs> game, you better be able to stop it the next week. So, like, I'm excited to see, you know, we don't do much. We don't do anything different on defense. Like, now we got a couple of calls here, a couple of calls there versus whoever it is, but we're going to come back, do the same thing, and this time we're going to execute. We're going to tackle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we're going to show that's the team that we were supposed to be. Yeah. And, you know, I respect it. They didn't drop us that far in the rankings. I mean, we didn't have a, a qual like a very quality loss by any means. But um, I think that I was showed that like it was just a fluke. Um, you know, everybody's got a down weekend. I think that this week will show like especially the resiliency to be able to play on Saturday, then again on Thursday, and show two good wins. I think mm-hmm. coming up will um, speak a lot to our team because I mean I think that I don't know. This is my personal opinion. I think that we were like. Not even just better than what we showed. We're like way better than what we showed this past weekend. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I feel I feel like I'm gonna be honest. I feel like nothing happens by coincidence. Like in in this life, I feel like everything happens for a reason. That sounds so cliche. Like we were supposed to lose. Like no, that's not what I mean by we lost for a reason. I'm saying like we really got a full sighting of what it takes to be a dominant college football team. Like. It's week to week, physical, fast, efficient, intellectual football consistently from one quarter to the fourth. I think that's the biggest thing. And especially next year, we're going into the Big 12. It's going to be the same thing. We're going to be playing dogs week in and week out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like you said, I, you said it perfectly. Like we have to take this loss and think about it objectively, not subjectively. And think about what can we do and really understand and comprehend about this loss and i think the biggest thing bro is like if we want to be a great team that holds the way like the loving learning and all that type of stuff up to a high standard we're gonna have to do that consistently week in and week out it can't be one week we win and then we chillax on it exactly so yeah so like i don't think by any means we went in there and underestimated them but i think that we went off like of the fumes of a good win, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the feelings are great, and uh, we went out there. And we're like, oh, if we play the same game as last week, we're gonna, with the same results, gonna happen. But we gotta realize, like, 
we're not in the Big 12 yet, right? Mm -hmm. The Big 12, you can kind of see majority of the teams kind of play the same exact way. Mm -hmm. So, right, some what works against Baylor could work against Oklahoma State, exactly. something like that. But playing an independent schedule, what worked against Baylor is not going to work, work against, against Oregon. Oregon. It's not going to work against Wyoming. So, like, every week I feel like what a lot of people don't understand across the country is we have to game plan significantly every, every week yeah, because, like, is. we're never playing the same team twice. Okay, we're going to play Utah State and Wyoming who are in the Mountain West, but, like, they're completely different football teams. Like, one's going to round down zone, the other one's going to throw it 70 times the next game. You know what I mean? Yeah, think, and, and it's funny that you said that because that's so, that's so intuitive because think about it this way, too. We're playing teams from different regions a part of the United States of America, so even the recruitment is different. Exactly. The dudes that you're going against week to week, or you might play one dude that's a five star, but he's only 160 pounds, and then you exactly. might get another dude that's a three star, but he's seven two yeah. and can and can run down the field. So like, I even think the the little things like that, just the recruiting is a tad bit different. Yeah. You know, the the game plan is different based off of who we're going against too. You know, bro. Like to that aspect, did you peep their safety that was like six foot six that would come in the game? They had like their corner was six four, number eleven, but then they have like a safety would come in. Number just for, two, it was 13, oh, 13, I know him. Right? Yeah, he yeah. he is huge. Like he could line up and run off the edge and get to the quarterback. Yes, That's what I'm saying. Like like think about it like this too. The the running backs that we played against when we played Baylor were downhill physical backs. Yeah. The dudes that we just played against yesterday. That's why you use Chris Jackson as a scout. Exactly. These dudes were like Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> on steroids. Exactly. And <laughs> zigzagging put their, and, through the field. And like, then break tackles. That's like, what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah. That's just, it's different. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is at the end of the day. Like, I mean, we can't dwell on it. Like, we got to be able to look at the things that we need to improve. And, like, I... I like, I took that loss way more personally than a loss that I took, like, at Vanderbilt or something like that. Because sometimes I just knew I was outmanned and outgunned. <laughs> like, I realized, I was like, hey, man, like, we put our best foot forward today, but, like, I'm, like, it's just, it's just not going to happen. You know, when you line up against Georgia, like, but I think personally, we line up against Georgia, like, I think that we play like we played against Baylor, we give him a dogfight. Mm -hmm. We give him a dogfight. I don't know what the end score is, but like I just knew sometimes when I lined up with my old teammates, like we just, it, it was just going to be a lot harder. So that's why like when they were putting in their backup quarterback, stuff like that, like uh, those are things that I thought were trivial, you know, I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, you know, it is 38 to seven, but then boom, two touchdowns later, the game's back in. And I'm like, look at that. We scored twice in five minutes. Like it's a real different mm -hmm. ball game. So for us to lose the way that we did, it, it, it was a little bit of a gut check, of, of course, but um, I think that uh, I, I think the ceiling is very, very high, and that one was just, you know, a chink in the armor. You just yeah, got to repair it. Um, but I guess, I don't know. Looking at the other teams that were playing, I guess get, looking forward past the game, just have something to talk about. Um, what do you think of how Notre Dame's been playing recently? Like, what do you think about how they've played and stuff like that. I don't know, but they, they lost to Marshall. But, bro, if you look at that Marshall team, that Marshall team is loaded. Like, those dudes came to play. Like, that, <laughs> exactly. wasn't, that wasn't, like, Marshall, a team that would go, like, four and eight or whatever. You yeah. know, like, that's a team that came to play. So, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I mean, I'm definitely excited because that's, like, even if Notre Dame is not what – People, the world thinks they are the traditional Notre Dame. That's still Notre Dame. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. to play against them and to 
get a win and to compete against them is still like bar none. Like yeah. you're still living your dream as a college football yeah. player, you know? World class, world class. Um, like I was just, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter, but so right now they got a backup quarterback because their quarterback's out for a season. Yeah, um, I saw that. But did you see uh, the thing on Twitter? Like he got on the phone with his offensive coordinator and offensive coordinator just giving, like probably, like they panned onto the offensive coordinator saying he was just like, bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> and you just see his face, he's like, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, it was, it was no. Brian, and he's like, I'm not gonna lie, he, dude's like five ten, like, 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 like genuinely, like, I, I mean, we throw somebody on our team back there, like, he probably give the same result, but it was probably the funniest thing I saw. Oh, that's funny. I didn't, no, I didn't even see that. I yeah, yeah, that. that's funny. Yeah, but um, uh, I don't know, do do you guys got anything that Kevin got some questions for him? Yeah. Uh, how does your week change playing on Thursday, and do you like playing on Thursday after a loss? Oh, well, this week we're going to play on Saturday, but oh, I, I don't sorry. know, answering Saturday. this myself. So in the SEC, don't play any games other than on Saturday. You only play on Saturday, and then the first week of the season, you could play a Monday game due to, like, Monday. you know, just be, Memorial Day, whatever the case is. So I've never played a game other than, like, 11 or set like even playing at 8 p.m. is absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. to me <laughs> but um playing on what third, time do you guys play uh, what did you, did, did you guys play? so okay pretty much how it works is it, i mean it, it kind of sucks in an aspect right you are good you play the two o'clock or the six o'clock you're not that good you play the 11 a.m every single time because you know the viewership there's a lot of different things going on the big 12 plays their primetime games usually at 11 so you know the sec might not get as many looks at that time but um when we play like we played like Ole miss at Ole miss it was at home as a senior night we played them at 6 p.m they're ranked number nine in the country oh, okay. so you you get those three time slots and that's about it so i've never played any other time so this saturday to thursday is going to be like bro, ridiculously hard playing on me. at eight o'clock at night is crazy bro <laughs> literally it's crazy like like against baylor I was amped up, and I'm yeah. gonna be amped up no matter what time of day we play. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it out there that like the time of day makes my game yeah. like change or like makes me less motivated. It just is pretty crazy, bro. Because it's like by eight fifteen, <laughs> typically I'm hitting a sack. Like yeah, not, yeah. not, not going to bed. I'm like chill, watching I'm Netflix, bed, yeah. chilling. Literally, like, like yeah, I'm in the bed, exactly. chilling. Like I'm not going anywhere. My car is parked for the night. Yeah. yeah. So like <laughs> playing at eight fifteen is is kind of wild. You get like a high school vibe sometimes. Yeah. When we first started with like, independence and going to that thing, like I was still coaching high school ball. And I like rolled the same like this feels like high school football on steroids. Steroids, yeah. Right? Like just like So when I played against Soul J, because I played against Soul J, we had to fly to DC. Mm-hmm. And they play on Saturday. Oh, I think we played the game started at like nine o'clock. Yeah. Like I'm like, dude, like what's going on? And we were out there like two days prior. Yeah. So imagine you're in Cali. You know, we're behind. We're kind of behind yeah. everybody else. You know, so you go out there, and then you get adjusted to their schedule, which is by nine o'clock you're starting to doze off and yeah. get a little sleepy, and then it's time to get up and go play a whole three to four hour game. Yeah, like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, one of my friends actually played on Soul J's team. He was at Vanderbilt with me. And he was like, sometimes like they had to play Saturday morning. No, yes. Yeah, yeah which yeah, was yeah. like super, because he was like, they weren't allowed to have, like I guess some schools in Maryland or that area, like they're not allowed to have stadiums with lights, like due past. to being in their residential, yeah, past okay, a certain okay, time. Yeah. So like they'll play the big playoff games and stuff like that. But then other than that, they play like on Saturday, which is so weird to me. No, because because so, we're, what's Dude, going why am on, I watching bro? this film right now? Like exactly. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, 
But yeah, no, I think it, I think that's gonna be a true test because we do it twice. Like we don't do a Saturday to a what's it called Thursday game, but we do a Saturday to a Friday. But we do a Saturday. Who do we play on Friday? We play East Carolina on Friday of Halloween weekend. But we play Saturday in Lynchburg, Virginia versus Liberty, Liberty, which is two time zones away. That means we're gonna travel on Thursday. That means we're gonna play on Saturday night, right? And then we're gonna fly back. Whatever the kids get in early Sunday morning, right? Then we're gonna have to prep, boom, 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 and then we play again on Friday. Like I think that what people don't understand is like that's kind of vicious, especially with playing a different team every single week, and you have to do it within a four-day schedule one week and a five-day schedule the next week. That's like past football, bro. That's like being a human. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, bro, CEOs of Fortune 100 companies do that on a regular basis, I know. bro. Like, these dudes are getting two hours of sleep. Bro. Exactly. No, that is crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was just wild, you know. It also makes it, I don't know, I guess for guys that are like, I mean, my family is not from here or anywhere close from here, and mm. yours California, but like it makes it a little bit harder for my family to be able to come watch too, because I mean they run their own company and stuff like that. So it's a little bit harder for them to fly in like Wednesday mm. night or Thursday morning to watch, watch me play yeah. on Thursday or to the kids. But they also work that day, and we're gonna play at six p.m. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like seven p.m. their time, or for your parents, it's five p.m. They might not be off work. So right, sometimes yeah. it kind of is like, darn, like we got to do that, but you know. I think it'll be exciting for sure. I, I want to see how the body holds up. You know, like, no, the funny thing is, too, you know how Kalani says, like, we're the toughest group of men? Yeah. Like, bro, we're doing it. Like, like we're coming up and showing up to play yep. on a very rigorous, like... Capital J Journalism question for Gabe here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the Vandy Hawaii game is the only game that I pretty much missed. But like, other than that, like, I, I find it to be nice. I don't know yeah, what you're so, It's so true. Like, we literally, bro, like, we take care of this stuff in the morning time. Like, you said, like, meetings. All we do is just run through, like, you guys, we're having some weird, like, in and out web connection issues real quick. Okay. So I'm just gonna see if I can work on the router inside. Oh, right it'll be, it'll be pretty tough to be, it'll be pretty tough to be geeked up from yeah. 9 a.m. to 8.15. Yeah, like, Doc was telling us, he was like, all right, don't start getting amped up till, like, 30 minutes before we go to the field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, or, like, you'll just mentally be drained, in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, I think we're streaming fine. Like, I'll, I'll be totally honest. Like, I have a hard time getting amped up uh, all day for an 8.15 kickoff. And so, like, I have other, like, other teams. Like, I'm going to follow my alma mater. Just like Gabe's going to watch every one of Vanderbilt's. Where'd you go? Before. I went to Syracuse. Oh, um, I'm a big Syracuse basketball so, fan. I was born in New York. So. Oh, shout out. Yeah. Uh, so, like... Cody's got like a billion teams that he probably follows just because of like old modern day kids, right? Oh no. So it's hard yeah, not to watch him. So it's hard yeah, not to watch him. Yeah. Did you get that question in the chat? But Coach just can't comment. Coach just can't comment on him. Any coach could ever dream of thinking about because you guys actually are restricted to what you could talk about with it. Yeah. So. I know that's funny to this aspect so like when I was in the portal right I was getting recruited by Arizona State and my best friend he put there's just an aspect of you watching a lot of people right so like 22 of us at Vanderbilt like hit the transfer portal and like we're all over the Awesome. Uh, we're all over the country and everything like that. So right now, I'm actually like locked into like Ole Miss is playing. My friend plays safety there. My other friend plays at Arizona State. The other friend plays like at Wake Forest. I'm over here watching everybody. But um, I remember Arizona State. 
was talking to me, you know, offered me there, like, well, I want you to come down here. I talked on the phone with Herm Edwards, and now it's ironic that Herm Edwards got fired a couple days ago <laughs> after their loss to Eastern Michigan. Uh, yeah. Well, shout, shout out to friend of the stream, uh, Sean Iguano. Uh, okay. Who, uh, he's a little bit friend of, the, of our program. He used to coach high school ball in Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Uh, he coached uh, Jake O'Connor and Gunnar Romney. Tate Romney, too. And Tate, uh, yeah. I think uh, Tate's senior year was the new coach. Oh, I yeah. Believe. I believe that was the year that Iguano went to ASU as the running back coach. Now he's the interim head coach. Look at that. that that's called fast turnout right yeah. there. <laughs> so, Gabe, we have a question in the chat for you. All right. And from a fan. It's uh, Connor Nicole. Right. He says this is super important. Yeah. And I don't know if you're even qualified. You're a qualified barbecue expert. Uh, we we yeah. actually could connect texted you for Austin expert opinions. But they say, super important question for Gabe. You're in Nashville. Are you hitting up Martin's or Jack's BBQ? Have you been to Nashville? Or can you speak to this? Well, Vanderbilt's in Nashville. Oh, well. <laughs> but um, I'm not hitting up either one of those places. Okay. I'm going to the Peg Leg Porker. It's oh. kind of like um, in Midtown-ish area, the Gulch-ish area. I think that's the best bang for your buck. And it's also kind of a nice vibe. So I definitely go there. I think that Martin's is a little bit overplayed. We had it all the time. I like my Yeah, I liked it. But after you have you it every single it. week, it's like, like Chick Fil A. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I like chicken up. I was always with my grandma, my mom, my uncle. But then my uncle got older and he started going and hanging out with his friends. So I'll be with my grandma, and my mom, and I wouldn't want them on the grill. You know, like they're women. I want them like chilling and me <laughs> yeah. bring them some food. You yeah, know, like. Yeah, yeah. So I would be on the grill. I started grilling at like thirteen. I typically grill like the basic stuff, like chicken, hot links. Um, probably some steak. I love to do fish too. Fish. Like when you get like some smoky fish on the grill, it's, yeah. it's gas. So I'll say myself. I don't have like a spot. Are you a straight griller until they sponsor us? <laughs> Send me a new switch. Mine's broken. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been griller. really into smoking. Like I've been, I've been smoking like everything that I can. Uh, Learn how to smoke pineapple recently. You ever smoke pineapple? Ew. Oh. Ew. Oh, it's so I good. will. I'm gonna put my foot down. <laughs> anybody, anybody. I'm. This is for the mass public. If right, you PSA, like hot, if you like hot pineapple, get out of here, please. If you like it on your pizza, if you like that thing anywhere and where it's not in a smoothie or if it's cold, like, please do not contact me. Like, do not contact me. Thank you. It's good for your digestive system. Okay, it could, I will do something else. Give me some turmeric. Like, I don't, I don't need, I don't need any of that hot pineapple. <laughs> Yes, they took us. They took us there a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you're not getting the pineapple. No, dude, you can pass, pass. I mean, I'll flip it to red when it comes around. Give me a, give me a slice. Give me a slice. Yeah, you can have it all. Nah, but he's right. I can't do too much of it. I do yeah. get the concept of it. It helps your digestive system, and I'm all about health. You know, like I'm all about. My health being on type, but I, I'm not a big pineapple on pizza type of guy either. I don't know. Yeah, that that, that Hawaiian stuff. Uh-uh. No. Hey, that's roommate, for the birds. Your roommate Chris, his go-to is pepperoni and pineapple. Did you know that? That's his see, go-to. See Jack? <laughs> yeah. I would define see Jack <laughs> as a connoisseur of everything. See <laughs> Jack? See Jack can essentially eat anything. Like not I'm not saying he's gonna eat a rat's foot if you cook it in front of him. <laughs> but like, 
Anything on pizza, I think that dude would devour it if you gave it to him. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't we, put it past I, him. I had an NIL deal. We went and we're doing a pizza NIL deal. And the guy's like, get whatever you want. And he's like, I want pepperoni and pineapple. Yep. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> That's my go-to. I could see that. Yeah. I could Did you see my face in <laughs> Like, the spice... I don't. I'm also not a big guy. Like, like barbecue is about the only time there it could be like sweet, spicy, tangy. But like, I'm not even the biggest barbecue fan unless it's like three spots. And like, even when it's those three spots, like I'm gonna give me some brisket. Like, See, that's, I'm, gonna... I'm the opposite. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of spots barbecue. I rather. Do you know like cookouts? Like when you go, yeah, when you go to cookouts and like people, yes, bro, that barbecue to me is like top of the line. I don't know what they put in it or what it is. It's, yeah, it's cooked with love or something. No, it's because you're having a good time. And like, you're, there's no way your mind's gonna be like, this food, it just blows. Yes. Like, at the, there's been times. I don't know. Man. I feel like there's times where I eat some stuff that if I ain't eat it at the cookout and I ate it like for leftovers the next day, I'm like, <laughs> what was I eating last night for me to think that that was good in my personal opinion? But there's this one spot. It's in Lockhart, Texas. I used to play football. Like we drive out like 45 minutes, like the whole team and that. But then it was like this hole in the wall. Like I guess like you know spots are different, but like it was this hole in the wall spot, and like we'd all go. We had like 40 white kids and like us two mixed kids. We'd be just in the in the thing, and they'd cook us the best barbecue I've had in forever. I couldn't even tell you what it's called, but if I drove in that little town of Lockhart, like I could definitely spot. See, it that's probably what the difference is too. You're from you're from down south. Yeah. Well, not when well, you live down I, south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they really do. I feel like they really do barbecue down there. Yeah, like they yeah. have spots that barbecue. California, it's not a barbecue town. No, it's no. either Mexican it's food. All, it's, all it's also or Chipotle yeah, or yeah. Starbucks. It's also not Mexican food. It is. I, no, I I I have You've to never say been no. to a taco food truck, obviously. I have. In Southern California. I have. I, 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 used to, I, I okay. literally can stay up at three a.m. to go get that. My taco. my friends that run their other podcast, Momentum Truck, they took me a Taco Tuesday on the street like next to USC and they only come on Tuesdays like I had it the 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 pineapple thing the I can't for right now with the pork yeah with the pork I don't pastor like yeah. pastor whatever the case I had the whole nine yards and I was like mm, it's okay I'm a big Tex-Mex type guy like I don't think it gets better than Tex-Mex like I in my personal opinion like Tex-Mex is where it's at I will say there's there's a huge difference between authentic like straight carne straight out of like border towns, Tijuana, San Diego, and Tex-Mex, like there's a huge difference. Yeah, but People even- People think that they're similar because they all come from Mexican food, like authentic Mexican food. They're very, very different. different. But like Juarez border town Mexican food, like that's more even- Tex-Mex side. Yeah, that's sure. even more like yeah, Tex-Mex absolutely. side, like and you go to Taco Truck, well, I didn't even know Taco Truck. also have some really good Tex-Mex. Yeah, just it's great. Right yep. Yeah, cause I drive, I do the long route from here to Texas and I'll drive to Tempe to see my friend and then I'll drive there El Paso and when I go to stop like I'll literally be like right on the border and just boop, grab this come back in and then just go back home and it's like some of the best food that you can get I feel you I feel you, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, how was the Mexican food in Eugene? I was <laughs> didn't get any Mexican food in Eugene oh, although I got a fire wing place if y'all want a recommendation I'm okay, okay. if you're I probably won't ever be in Eugene. I mean, Eugene it's not Wingstop, but. Yeah, I'll never be in Eugene again. But, like, <laughs> but like, you know, I got friends that go, 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 to go yeah. to Oregon. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the same way. Uh, I'll, I'll hold off on my hot takes because I don't want about Portland. 
um, that I have after this weekend, but I don't want to overrun Gabe's PSA about pineapple. Which, by the way, uh, Jake's already uploading that to Instagram. He'll be there. Like the next time you open up the app, you'll probably go viral. No pineapple. It's like a Kanye moment. Like no pineapple. Yeezy says no pineapple. You hear me, America? We're gonna, we're gonna Photoshop the deal with the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cody, can I can I out you about something from yeah. the weekend? Yeah. It's not it's not about you, but Gabe maybe didn't see this, but y'all were talking about the uh, the locker rooms at uh, Odson Stadium, which is a visiting locker room. I'll just say, very interesting choice, Oregon. Very interesting choice. I get it though, like they're a visiting locker room, like you wanna show some intimidation mm-hmm. factor or whatnot, um, which is weird because I think the visiting locker rooms at LES are secretly better than the home ones, but that's a whole different subject that we won't get on anymore. Um, no clue. I have the, no clue. I have no clue. <laughs> the visiting media room, the, the post, Press conference, the post game press conference. The tent. It's not even a room. The tent. How was it? How was True. it? See, see, stuff like that. I, I don't think, like even the locker room. I didn't think that much of it. I was just more surprised. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm being honest with you. Like, I, everywhere in the SEC is not glitz and glam. The only place that was actually like one of the nicest I've ever been to is Texas A&M. Like they got it nice over there. Mm-hmm. But like. Florida and at at Tennessee, they cut the hot water off. Like we just shower in the cold. That was miserable, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like because it was rivalry. Like I thought that it was like I just didn't. I think we bring a lot of people to the to the games because like we like it's different. Like because we don't have a conference. Uh-huh. But like so in I'm, the SEC, you only bring I'm you seventy people. This is a photo. It's on my Instagram at Deshaun Walker. Y'all can see it. Uh, this is where Cody gave his infamous post-game press conference speech where he accepted the award for first uh, career touchdown, if you like. How's, how's, that, how's that media podium look there? I mean, come on. Like, is this... Well, is I'll this be honest with you. Is I've this nev- what Pac-12 Network money buys? I've never, I've never been on a media stand, so, like, you know... Being and this would be nice to me regardless. Oh, yeah. You gotta get a little bit of love. So, you know. See, I think. See, I think. I think. I think. From his perspective, essentially, he's a media guy. It'd be so like, like it'd be like us playing on like rocks and dirt. Yeah, and we'd be like, so you have this money, and we're playing on rocks and dirt. Yeah, facts. Yeah, like like so. I I get where you're coming from. But for me, like when I walked in, I was just like, "All right, let's sit down, let's talk." It's like, oh, yeah. people are here. They're sitting there. There's a table for me. To sit. Also, yeah. after a loss too, like I generally don't like I don't even, even want to have this this media <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so awesome. like, but if we would have won, I'd been like, "Look at this, man! Like we just caught a dub, and you guys put me in this. Like that's what I would have yeah. felt like." But I was lost, yeah. and I was like, I was stuff like, like stuff like that really does. I don't even. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I thought it was cool to be in a tent. It's easy to get in. And it's easy <laughs> to get out. Yeah. yeah. As you said, you probably thought about it way less than we did which yeah. is fine like i get it but that's not where you guys are coming from um i just thought it was a little bit ironic um a little interesting choice interesting choice Oregon. that's all um it was very similar to the one by the way last year at usc usc had a very similar media tent i didn't see that um but it was about two and a half times that size at least so i mean it was a good size respect um Bobby, I, I, think... BYU, I covered BYU when they were in the Mountain West Conference. A lot of the Mountain West schools don't even have like a visiting media area. That's what I'm saying. So we would literally just like huddle around um, as Bronco Mendenhall back then, like coach or like whatever player. We just huddle around out, right outside the locker room. It'd be like the post interview. See, I think, I think that stuff, I don't, I don't even think that like that stuff really like they 
put emphasis on that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, even the locker room, like, I didn't even see it as an intimidating thing. It's just a locker room for us to get. No, I don't think the locker room was into, I think, also, to aspect, I got something to comment on after this. I think just the walk was just, like, the intimidating. Like, for us, no, that's not that intimidating because we have as many BYU fans as they do Oregon fans there. But let's say it's, like, yeah, Liberty's traveling Go all Cougs, the way over there. Go Cougs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, like, Liberty traveling over there, they just see, like, Eugene people quacking and then like the band being in the in the tunnel with in you. the tunnel while we were going and they're like high five high five and i was like this is weird i just thought it was weird in my personal opinion but get where you're coming from yeah. okay this like could be like very off topic what i'm about to say but oh, i think I that's go way off topic too so go very under like i like i was just like well, Really? Like, who like, just blazed, right? Uh, like, I was like, really? Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm about to go play. Like, that is just kind of disrespectful. In my, in my somebody, somebody. One of your teammates had their pupils dilated. <laughs> somebody, somebody. I think we were walking through some Oregon. Like, no, they can't do anything. Listen, I think the cops knew. They probably thought it was one of us. Because <laughs> did you see? The cops walked behind our, uh, right, be, right when we came out, fully padded up. Like, yeah. when we were ready to go. Cops walked behind our stands yeah. with the dog. That was smelling oh, everything, so yeah. they probably thought it was us. Us? Come on, us. That's what I'm saying. Us. 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 <laughs> all right, that's all I can say. Is there's us. One college if there's one, worry about getting a contact high from it is the players from the Brigham Young. University. Yeah. 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 But the Universidad and just you know yeah. play. You know, yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Private. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's still respect. <laughs> but bro, they still checked. Oh no, no that was probably okay. I was like, I knew exactly what it was. Disclosure for the podcast. Like, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, total joke. Kooks, total jokes. Total jokes. We get tested. We get tested faithfully. Yeah. We're good. But like yeah. the craziest part was like I was like I know I'm in Oregon because. Most times when we fly, it's like uh, one person gets checked here, one person gets yeah, checked. Yeah, yeah. Every other person got checked, and I was like, it's because you could br have small amounts of drugs of any kind in Oregon. <laughs> They're like, this is not coming back to Utah, <laughs> and I was like, nobody wants to bring it back to Utah because like I, we were going on that walk before the like the, the day that we got there, and there's like crackheads left and right and they're just sitting in the bushes and i'm like whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa bro this and is like, eugene? yeah this is in eugene you gone to portland for a night dude that's oh. wild man oh, that's yeah but you want to talk about contact eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and hey, like, cooks we need to send some mission dude i was like oh, you're real camouflage ain't you <laughs> like zero dark 30 in this thing ain't you <laughs> Uh, but uh, what else we got? What's your off-topic right. comment? All right, so the one I was I was gonna bring us back a little bit to football. Yeah. Um, although this is way more entertaining. So see, this is what you guys get if you're on the YouTube channel. Tickle that subscribe. You can get a notification every time we go live here. Um, podcast feed, same thing. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on a couple of those places. Amazon, Amazon Podcasts. No. Y'all heard about that? No well, clue. Apparently that's a thing. Huh? Uh, we're getting some good traffic. So shout out to our Amazon users. Uh, um, let's let's rotate back to football and we'll wrap it up with that, okay? Because uh, you gotta you gotta. Uh, I know it's not Oregon. I know it's not traveling to the gym state or whatever. That's Idaho. Whatever Oregon is, uh, the plant state. We'll call them. Um, but you guys do have Wyoming this Saturday. You guys. Neither one of you are from Utah. Neither one of you really grew up a BYU fan. Do you guys know anything about the BYU Wyoming history? It's a really long history. I can I can make an educated guess. 
on the history. Well, okay. What do you what do you know, or what or what can you? I guess? can infer that both teams probably have some hard nosed, tough white boys in the past sure, sure. that played some really good football that fought to the last minute of the fourth quarter, and that's what this rivalry is about. If the, it, uh, that's what I should okay. I could infer. My guess, right? You know, they're from from what I kind of know about like Wyoming, like they're like. This is gonna be really off topic again, but like they're like high altitude, right? Like yep. when you go over there, it's like altitude this, altitude that, they altitude this. They plaster it, and it's like seventy two hundred elevation or something. Seventy five hundred feet. Yeah, and like they played Air Force last week, which is like the second largest, or, or even higher than them, and like whatever the case. But maybe like something along those lines. It's, it's right know. there. So Laramie and Colorado Springs are only like they're like a ninety minute drive apart. Yeah. So they're almost exactly same altitude. Um, yes, so Wyoming is very serious about their altitude. Very, very serious about their altitude. That's true. Um, and the BYU-Wyoming rivalry, um, and I know that's a weird word to use right now because they played all of like three times in the last 15 years or something like that. Um, those rivalries are the those rivalries are the best though because yeah, like you so get there, your lick and you... There was yeah. originally a huge BYU-Wyoming rivalry. These two teams played every year starting in 1922 until about 2011 when BYU went. Wow. So they were playing pretty near every year. Um, they fought through the, the old Western Athletic Conference, the old WAC. The WAC. Um, they fought through the Mountain West. Obviously, they were both founding members, I believe. Yes. Um, back in 1996 of that league, and then until BYU went independent in 2011. So this, this rivalry goes back forever. So long that there were only two teams that have played BYU longer than Wyoming. Can you guys guess those two? You know. Utah, Utah State? Utah and Utah State. So there's Utah, the oldest rivalry. Your brain is uh, on point right now. Utah <laughs> Go State. Go Cougs. <laughs> Education is very important. Go Cougs. Right. Go Cougs. That's what so happens like, when you get that contact drop. in the, uh, <laughs> the locker room. And then Wyoming's number three right there. So, um, But where's Boise on this? It was like four. No, we started with Boise in the 2000s. So, Boise State's only been a four-year university for like four years. Oh. Okay. They were a junior college until nine, 90s? Six, 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 yeah. 92, something like that, yeah. Oh, so their like, rise was yeah, pretty, it's like, like pretty cool because yeah, like yeah, they did it, yeah. 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 Um, like American Credit. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll get you guys out of here on this. I'm going to give you an over-under how many times BYU's beaten Wyoming. In their history. So what um, you said from 1922 yeah, to so 2011. Yeah, so started playing in 1922. Pretty near. So like 95 yeah, times they Yeah, pretty near every year until BYU went independent. Um, back in 2011, and then only a handful of times since then. Their most recent meeting was in 2016 in the Poinsett Bowl. Josh Allen versus Jamal Williams. That's right. And who won? Um, Taysom Hill, quarterback. Uh, Around. BYU won that Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Yeah. BYU won that game in a rainstorm. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going with BYU 57, uh, B -B Wyoming 36. So my brain is not on the calculating <laughs> uh, spectrum of his. <laughs> so I'm just going to say... 100 year history. Yeah. So I'm not, gonna, not quite 100 games. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to yeah. just do out of 100. I would say BYU... Get it out. <laughs> 60, Wyoming 40. I kind of want to say 70, 30, though. 
BYU. Uh, so if you'd said that, you actually would have had the number of Wyoming victories right. So BYU is 45-30-3 and three all time against Wyoming. So that was pretty close. 45-30-3? Soon to be 46-30-3, right? Soon to be whatever we want it to be. Yep. <laughs> go Cougs. We don't know the results yet. Yeah. Go Cougs. We play, we play four quarters for a reason. And um, just say we're not going to go into double OT this weekend. We're going we're gonna to finish it first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and we're going to go get some good sleep that night. Wait, but we don't know yet, so go Cougs. <laughs> we're going to play hard. Go Cougs. Love and learning. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. We so got this it. Saturday, 8.15 p.m. kickoff, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's on ESPN2. Yep. For those not on YouTube. The Deuce. Or the Deuce. <laughs> or come out to LES and watch these guys. Yeah, we need 65,000. We need the, the TV remote control with my arms for the, the crowd to get louder, for sure. We got any uh, questions in the chat or I'm about to sign out. I've got some ha-ha-has, and this might be a sadder question, but like, What's practice gonna be like this week coming off of a loss, and how do you how do you guys plan on going into it? Kevin week? Kevin sounds like he's gonna be working for you. Trying to get some insider information, the inside scoop. Free, free journalism. Oh, yes, okay. Um, my personal opinion is, I mean, the standard doesn't change. We're gonna do what we're gonna do. Um, it's a nutrition uh, with their in-house certified sports nutrition coach. Oh, there's also some uh, autograph posters from players at the promote mall. Autograph, signed, you heard, Cougs, we're out. You know what it is, go Cougs. Touchdown, 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 Cougs is who they want now. Red is upstate and we don't do no uptown. Had them singing like a flute, we don't play around with no oops. Or them Aggies up in Ogden, they not rocking how we rocking. Rockin' Navy, rockin' Royal. Rock your hands, rock it by babies, rock the stands with the fans. With you with us, raise your hands, rock it by baby, rock and navy. Shout out to my teams, wives and babies. Rock and royal, rock and navy. Know you with me, let's get it, baby. Rock and royal, rock and navy. Know you with me, let's get it, baby. We go alone, like a cougar tail. Defense hitting hard like some seashells. Get into the green. I ain't talking kale. What that team up north, man, but oh well. Oh.